0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Country Nerd 252 Podcast. Today we're going to talk about Kyrie Irving. After the Nets got swept, Kyrie Irving's been sending off a few tweets because, you know, a lot of media members blame him because of his stance. Now, I didn't have a problem with his stance because, you know, when the pandemic came out, everybody was considered essential, Risking their lives for COVID. And now they're expendable if they don't take the vaccine. And plus some of the rules they had in New York were stupid. So let me get this straight. An NBA player can go to different states not be vaccinated and still play. Fans can go in the an arena and not be vaccinated. Fans can go to the arena and and still be there. But Kyrie Irving, since he was unvaccinated, he couldn't play. Like, the rules are pretty stupid. So I could understand his position. But, and to me, I think the, the thing that Kyrie Irving is missing, it's about the sacrifice. You know, player sacrifice, you know... Funerals, spending time with their kids, spending time with their wives for the greater good. Hell, you see LeBron James. He calls his wife the MVP all the time. Because while he's on the court or doing any business venture, she holds down the household. Hell, Shannon Sharp played football. He even admitted he missed kids' birthday parties because once he retired, he wanted to make sure his kids were financially straight sit for the rest of their lives. Now Kyrie Irving has kids. You know. So I don't know. Maybe he don't think it's worth it anymore. But I wish he understood that position. And uh, I will say one thing that really ticked me off. Is the tweets. How he talking about the media. The puppet puppet masters. You know. How they making this a race issue. Well, first of all. I don't like it. When black folks have dialogue and it's always a race issue. Everything is not a race issue. That's why we can never have that dialogue and agree. And you see how Stephen A and Kyrie and Stephen A went off on Kyrie. Even Kendrick Perkins, they always said this is not a race issue. This is not the puppet and puppet masters pinning two black men against each other. They're just like you, you are selfish. You are arrogant, you're not making the right sacrifice and it's affecting your team. And yeah, we all know Kevin Durant is more of a follower than a leader, but end of the day, he came to Brooklyn because of you. Kevin Durant could've went to any team he wanted to, but he decided to play with his friend. Now you was tired of LeBron, That's why you left. Then you went to Boston. You threw the teammates under the bus of why you stayed injured and why everything didn't work out. Even after you told the Boston fans, I don't want to leave you guys. Then you go to Brooklyn. You know, you don't take care of yourself. You're getting injured. And now you're a part-time worker. And it just doesn't sit well with everybody. So I hope Kyrie Irving has a long look in the mirror and a long talk with somebody because I would hate for him to be in that Ben Simmons category where in a few years he'll be playing for the Wandong Tigers because a man that talented should be willing to sacrifice at least once. Hell, Kevin Durant was in the best position ever. When he left OKC, when he realized Russell Westbrook wasn't a championship player, he went to Brooklyn to follow you. I mean, in Golden State, they passed the ball, they played great team defense. So that's why a lot of people was getting open shots and wide open and it made Kevin Durant a better defender. So I'm pretty sure that's rattling in Kevin Durant's mind. And think about this, Kawhi Leonard, remember everybody say he faked the injury because he wanted out of San Antonio, but what happened? San Antonio traded him to a place he really didn't want to go to, but you know what? He sucked it up, they won the championship. That showed leadership right there. Despite his personal feelings, he sucked it up, delivered a championship. He did his job. Now, I wish he could have stayed there maybe another year or two trying to run it back. But, you know, he got him a championship. He wanted to play for his home team. He went to the Clippers instead of the Lakers. Because we all know he will become even more legendary if he wins a championship with the Clippers. And, of course, even though he respects LeBron as a man and a basketball player, at the end of the day, he wants to compete against him than join him. we all know, as great as LeBron is, he don't want to see Kawhi Leonard. Even uh, 75% Kawhi Leonard, LeBron don't want none of that. Cause Kawhi knows how to play him. So it's like Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. And I get it. When he was in Cleveland, when it came back from 3-1, he never got the credit he deserved. Because there are diehard LeBron fanatics who give him all the credit in the world but refuse to take blame. Now, LeBron James is a great leader, but when things go bad, he does have a tendency to scapegoat. See, he's not a very direct person like Kobe was, like he played like trash and tell you it to your face, or Kevin Garnett was. He's more subtle, he'll use social media. You say something bad about him, he'll come up with a meme. That's kind of weak on his part, but that's how he rolls. Even though he knows how to rally troops and get troops to rally behind him. Because when Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love went down 2015 finals, he played out of his mind. when he played out of his mind, that inspired the Dell of of the world to step up. Iman Shepard to step up. J.R. Smith to step up and they went six games. That's what leadership does. If they see you doing everything in your power, you're sacrificing, then the teammates will rally behind you. That's leadership. But it seemed like Brooklyn Nets didn't want to rally behind them. And just remember, last year, when you got hurt, Kevin Durant, by himself, took the Milwaukee Bucks and won a championship to overtime in the game seven. And if his foot wasn't on the line, that would been the three, and we had a whole different conversation. Hell, James Harden was about 45% of himself, and he still played. Because he knew he had Kevin Durant, and they rallied behind him. I mean, Blake Griffin was playing out of his mind for the first time since his Clippers days. I mean, that's what they was doing. And now the Nets have to make a decision. Now, I know Kyrie Irving is probably going to stay with the Nets, but he needs to be on like a one-term deal. I wouldn't trust him. I know talent Trump's tolerance, but at the end of the day, you got to get your foot down. So, I don't know what's with Kyrie's future with the Nets i don't know what his relationship is like with the front office the other teammates or even kevin durant because kevin durant is quiet he will never speak on that because that's not who he is and i respect that whatever conversation they have he likes to keep it in-house now the only thing he was really open about was his relationship with russell westbrook how they never liked each other he really wasn't his friend he respected him as a player, but they weren't friends like that. And you got Russell Westbrook calling him a cupcake, saying he was soft while he was in OKC. I mean, a whole lot of media members was writing about their relationship, but we all saw it was Kevin Durant with the Golden State. But at the end of the day, Kyrie Irving, I respect you as a man and a player. Stick your grounds, but end of the day. You play a team sport, now you may have your own individual, you know, identity, ideology, your own individual business ventures, which is fine, but end of the day, when time comes, you got to make that sacrifice, you know what I'm saying, that's all people want to just make that sacrifice, don't use media manipulation as the excuse, it's all about the sacrifice. So I hope he learns this lesson, takes a long good look in the mirror, and maybe him and Kevin Durant will have a long conversation, or maybe he'll call a team meeting, just to talk about everything. Because I understand Kevin Durant took him to a game seven, but if they really want to a championship, we're gonna need that Kyrie in 2016. That hey when LeBron scored 41 in game 5 He scored 41 In game 7 it was a nip and tuck game Kyrie hit the shot Hey they're going to need him Something like that I believe in him as a player I respect his You know his ideology What he wants to do because he's a grown man You should never tell another grown man Especially he's rich what to do But at the end of the day you were the team sport You were all about sacrifice Just like in life, it's all about the sacrifice. Because you make the ultimate sacrifice, it will create the ultimate payoff. So, that's it for today's episode. I'd like to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Remember, continue to spread love and positivity. Never let society dictate how you should think or feel. I am is out.